Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today, it is the 12th of June, 2022. It is Sunday. We are here to recap a national series victory. The Nationals took two of three this weekend from the Milwaukee Brewers in our nation's capital of a full breakdown of how it went down and more coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Nationals. Your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcasts. And we're here on YouTube as well. All right. So this weekend, it was a successful one for the Washington Nationals. They uh, took two of three from the Milwaukee Brewers. They have won two of their last three series, which is positive. All right, and so, uh, you know, wasn't able to talk a ton about the Red Series, y'all. I've been on uh, vacation here the last week and didn't do a lot of Marlin stuff either. Did have the episode with Matt Weirich talking about Steven Strasburg coming back. Go check that out if you guys want to. It's still in your podcast feeds, obviously still on YouTube as well. But, um, you know, this was a really positive weekend. Now, the Brewers have really struggled, all right? They really have. They snapped an eight-game losing streak today, but still, that team is 34-28. and so it's a pretty good ball club. The Nationals now, 23 and 39. They are 16 and a half games out of first place. They're 11 and 19 at home. They're 12 and 20 on the road. They have a minus 86 run differential. They've lost one, the current streak, and they're five and five in their last 10 games. So I usually work backwards to forwards, but let's, because the, the first couple games were really positive, let's flip that around. Let's work from the beginning of the weekend and make our way to the end of the weekend because there's a lot of stuff to like the Nationals did, especially in those first couple games. So we all know how good Miami's pitching is. Um, and they hold they held the Nats to seven runs in those three games. Now, the Nationals have had some series that have been actually a bit more pitiful than seven runs in three games. Um, I'm forgetting specifically which ones, but I know on this show I've talked about like a stretch where they scored, you know, it's like, um, I forget how many. Oh, yeah, the Dodgers series. They scored five runs in those three games. The Milwaukee series before that, uh, in the couple games, they really weren't very good. And then they had that stretch uh, where they had the Astros game and then two against Miami, where they scored three runs in three games. The Nationals have had three-game stretches where the offense has gone absolutely cold, and it did. The nice thing is, though, they, they rebounded. And they rebounded in a big way on Friday night. The strength of this Milwaukee team is their bullpen. The Nationals did a great job of making sure we actually didn't see that great bullpen really until Sunday. That was that was one of the big things that I noticed from this game. So 11-5 victory on the uh, in the uh, the Friday night game. Nationals were six for sixteen with runners in scoring position. Tell you what, there are a couple guys right now. This Nationals offense as a whole feels like it's getting. Uh, it's heating up, but Lane Thomas right now looks like the Lane Thomas that we saw at the end of 2021. Um, this month, he is hitting 412 with a 474 on base, 765 slugging, and a 
uh, 1.238 OPS. He is now back at the top of the order, and this does look like the guy that we saw the end of last year. Remember the Nationals, the end of last season, 270, 364, 489 with a slash of 853 OPS, a 1.2 war. And really now, you know, he's at a, he's at a much better spot than he was at the start of the season. 242, 303, 420, uh, the slash line, a 723 OPS. Obviously has that big game a little bit while ago with the three home runs. But this is just a guy, when he gets going, he makes things happen for the Nationals at the top of the order. And those are the numbers, uh, excuse me, heading in to today's game. But it's a guy who just makes things happen, right? Even on a day yesterday in the Saturday game when he was 0 for 2, he had two walks and scored twice, right? Three hits the night before, two hits against Miami. This is just a guy right now who's, you know, his bats have been awesome for them so far and, and deserves to be in the front of the lineup and really is cashing in at this point. He's got six multi-hit games coming in to today. So you saw that, you know, you think, okay, they've got something here now with Lane Thomas. And then uh, Cesar Hernandez at the top of the order, you know, he's been a guy who's been hitting first, but for him, he is today, I heard on the radio listening, now back to third in the National League in hits. He's up there with guys like Trey Turner. He's just having a really strong season. He's come in and done kind of what we, you know, we talked about. Which one of these vets will come in and be a really strong vet, be a guy who young guys can lead on, but also, you know, who can play and deliver and perform really well. And I don't think there's too many complaints right now about the performance of Cesar Hernandez on the year. Guy just getting on base and look, Soto hasn't been great this year. And this is not a guy, Cesar Hernandez, hitting for a whole lot of power, but he is making things happen um, and getting on base and allowing this Nationals offense to kind of set the table. And, you know, it's up to Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz, and Josh Bell, who did a whole lot of this this weekend, driving in runs. Those guys drove in eight of the 11 runs that the Nats had in that Friday night game. So, that is one thing we have to look at. And that kind of gets me to the next guy down the order, Josh, uh, Josh Bell, Nelson Cruz, right? Nelson Cruz, what a abysmal start to the season that he had. But um, you look at his numbers in the month of May, 318 is what he hit. He drove in 16 runs. And then in the month of June, uh, so far in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games the Nationals had, Eight RBIs, and once again, it's heading into the day. Eight RBIs, and also he's hit three home runs. He only hit two last month, right? And hit two in the first month of April. So the power is starting to come back. He's getting big hits. He's driving in runs. Uh, small sample size here in June, but 412, 487, 735, 1.2 OPS. This is a guy right now who is just seeing the ball really well. He's making things happen you know, in a different way for Lane Thomas. He's driving guys in. And this is a guy now that's trade value is going to soar because he is not the guy that hit 155 in the month of April. Um, you know, he's not the guy probably who hit maybe his 318 in the month of May because he's only gotten better here in June. But, you know, at this point, his numbers are looking really strong. 266, 345, 409 was what he's doing right now. And, and once again, Think about that first month kind of slowing him down. He is now rocking and ready to go, and that's what makes this offense really good. And, you know, we talked about this so much last season, right? Um, for the Nats last year, 
a big thing for them was when they got those front three guys going, everything else just kind of fell into place around it, right? You, you got uh, you know, everybody else in the order, you know, started to hit well too. And those front three guys caused so many problems. The Nationals don't have Schwarber. They don't have Trey Turner. They don't have, you know, the, the Soto. I mean, they have Soto, but they don't have the version of them they had last year. Still, even with, with that not being the case, you know, we're seeing right now what these guys can do when they're on. This was a series where they showed that they need to get it all kind of working in unison more often. If we're going to see them rip, whip off, you know, a, a winning streak, right? But they can win ball games. And they can beat good teams if they hit like this. There is no doubt about that, and I think they showed that in this game. And I, I like the fact that they were actually able to go punch for punch with the Brewers early on. It was kind of a back and forth one, and Eric Fetty didn't really have to be that great in this game. All right, quick break. We'll talk about the second game of the series, an 8-6 to six win. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Folks, Athletic Greens is good. It's good for you. It tastes delicious. One scoop every single morning in a glass of cold water, and you guys will feel the effects. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and gut health as well. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is offering you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so... Second game of the series, an eight to six win for the Nationals. Um, the offense came to play, and in my notes, I've got back, two back, two back. And I mentioned those three guys in the middle of the order Soto, to see Soto, to see Cruz, to see Bell all go back to back to back was a really good feeling, I think, for Nationals fans, just to know that those three guys can dial that in. And also Cruz and Bell, you know, for, for, for the Soto thing, it feels really good because, okay, we, they, he needs to start hitting better. Um, you know, so it's nice to see. For Cruz, like I just mentioned, continuing to be that guy, a run, you know, a guy who's going to give you a lot of value, give a lot of value. Josh Bell, same way too. I mean, he's had a, you know, he's, he's gotten himself back into his form. Things dip for him just a bit, but he's back to where he was kind of to start things off at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, things did dip, and 252 is what he hit in that month of uh, June, which was like kind of pretty standard for him. And then, you know, he comes back here in this month, and he's already driven in eight runs. He's hit three homers as well. Um, it's a guy that's just, you know, he really kind of fixed whatever had him, made him, you know, have that slight dip, and he's just 29. And so this guy, you know, his trade value is up there. And uh, you know, made a, making a case uh, to potentially be an all-star as well this year with the year that he has had. We talked about some of the younger guys in the show the other day, but these guys that are currently with the team that you know, might not be with the team, they're playing well. It sucks because they might not be with the team anymore, but also it's nice because we might not, you know, the Fed, they're going to turn into other assets is what we're hoping. Also to mention, Luis Garcia has been uh, great so far. I mean, this guy's small sample size, but he has really just been fantastic so far um, in, the, in the, once again, limited amount of time. Uh, that we have seen him so far, but uh, really good series for him, especially the first couple days were really good. And then had another two hits today. So I think what he got end up seven hits across this series, hitting 372, uh, you know, so far since being called up. So a really strong day for him. Uh, we'll get to the uh, strong weekend, I should say, for him. We'll get to the, today's game in, in a couple minutes. But this was a weird Patrick Corbin start 
as well. I have to mention that Patrick Corbin looked pretty good. Pitch count was in the right spot. They send him out there in the seventh, and then he gives up the runs and, look, still gets the win. He's won three of his last four starts. But this was, you know, it it just, he can't seem to break through this year. Six innings, seven hits, four runs, two Ks, 103 pitches. And uh, yeah, I I think that's kind of the, the story for me is just, they were in front, right? He gets the win, but it feels like, yeah, it just not breaking through just yet. Um, you know, not having the consistent number of starts together. I mean, when I think about this best stretch so far this season, right, there was a stretch where, um, you won six innings against Miami, two earned runs, uh, eight innings against Colorado, three earned runs, and then five innings against the Mets, no earned runs. And that was kind of the best stretch, right? That was kind of the best stretch that he had, but has just not been consistent. I mean, you'll see two runs, six runs, two runs, seven runs, two runs, three runs, no runs, five runs, five runs, three runs, seven runs, three runs, four runs. Like there is no consistency there. He's going out there every five days, but just the effectiveness not there. I mean, uh, you know, right now in two starts so far this month, they've won both games at six innings, seven runs, com- uh, you know, 12 innings total, seven earned runs combined. Uh, and seven Ks in those 12 innings and also seven uh, or uh, just two walks, excuse me. Um, walks actually have been better for him uh, this month. But, you know, there's just not a whole lot of consistency. And, and the finishing is a problem for him, right? He has not finished games very well. Um, and, and so that is something that he has to look at. And look, they need to keep tossing him out there, I think, in the end of starts. I mean, I know, you know, it's – I said before, probably they shouldn't, but like, I think at this point, you just got to keep doing it. I mean, he's got to be able to go six, seven innings. He's got to be able to start getting outs later in ball games. I totally believe that. And Tanner Rainey almost gave it up in the end. He held on. Um, once again, I, you know, I think because of his stuff, he'll be an asset for them at the deadline, but it was good to see that, uh, you know, they, them hang on. And look, the Nats won a series, right? They won a series. I know it's against a reeling Brewers team, but they got the series win. One more quick break from our sponsors. We'll talk about Sunday's game, which is kind of an interesting one because there's some positives and some negatives. Uh, One second here. All right. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. Go to BetOnline today. When you guys do, use the promo code uh, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And, guys, it's the NBA playoffs right now. It's the NHL, uh, both the NBA finals and the NHL uh, Stanley Cup Finals are about to start, so obviously the NBA Finals is you know four games in. You can bet on that there. NASCAR, F1, UFC, boxing, Bellator, uh, obviously baseball, futures for football, all that stuff's available. Bet online and betonline.net. Great interface, easy to use, easy to sign up. It's free to do. Go to bet online and betonline.net today. Bet online, my friends, is where the game starts. So a four to one loss today the Nationals, and they finally caught the wrath of the bullpen. Uh, they get Milner, Boxberger, Williams, and Hayter. They give the Brewers over the, uh, uh, they give them, let's see, four and four and a third innings. They surrender just one hit, and they strike out six Nationals. Those guys have been fantastic all year long, and they continued today. The Nationals had some chances early on. They had a bunch of guys on. They had a runner get thrown out. They were 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. Somewhere they succeeded earlier on in the series. Not the case today. We'll say on the positive note, Paulo Espino and Evan Lee, the fact that they combined 
uh, in this game for six innings, seven hits, three runs, and four Ks, 94 pitches between the two of them. That's good. Uh, Evan Lee gives up the home run, which wasn't great, but, um, you know, you, you saw those two guys go out there and give the Nationals what what was really equivalent to a really good start. The problem is the Nationals just really couldn't touch Jason Alexander. Well, they touched him up. They just couldn't get the runs across the board today, right? That was that was their huge problem for them. Um, so Espino, I mean, still looking really strong so far this season. Evan Lee up and down. You know, he's got to learn some, right? The, the, the pitch arsenal for him is not very diverse, right? It's the fastball, it's the curveball, and really – not a whole much, a whole lot of that change up, and that fastball velocity is around ninety two. So he's got to be careful with how he uses those pitches, um, and he'll miss sometimes. When he misses, yikes! I mean, he will miss quite badly sometimes on some of the pitches that he throws. So uh, that is one thing, you know. I, I think with him, we got to keep watching moving forward. But look, he's going to get some shots in there mixed in, right? And and right now, I think those two guys is the plan every fifth day because you got Strasburg back. You've obviously got Corbin there. Uh, you've got Josiah Gray. And then you've got Eric Fetty. And so I think Evan Lee and Paulo Espino are that combination because Joanna Doan has been sent down. And they'll hold it down, I think, until a couple of those options in the AAA ranks make their way up. Um, but those two guys are really good. Shout out Carl Edwards Jr. Finally, finally gave up a... Um, gave up a run today after an incredible run. Uh, it was, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 starts without, or appearances, I should say, without surrendering an earned run. He finally did today give up a home run to Andrew McCutcheon, which made it a four to one ball game. But Carl Edwards Jr. joins a group of nationals in that uh, bullpen that I really do think is interesting for other teams and is going to, you know, uh, is going to make people think, hey, I think there's a lot of value there. You know, Finnegan, um, Ciszek, Edwards, Ramirez, uh, Tanner Rainey, I think all of those guys are going to give you, uh, you know, potentially give another team something to look for and, and, and potentially make a trade as well. So the Nationals, while they're not playing very well, continue to have guys that can get outs at the end of ball games. I think, and I think that's something other teams are definitely going to value. Guys, we're in June. We're, we're about to be in mid-June this week, right? And with mid-June, when that hits, I think we're definitely going to see a, uh, you know, they're going to be getting uh, plenty of offers on the trade side of things uh, for those guys. You know, first our mind goes to the guys that are in the lineup, right? Nelson Cruz and Josh Bell, Cesar Hernandez, right? Uh, Michael Franco, those guys, the everyday guys. I think the ones we think of, Eric Fetty, obviously we've thrown into that mix too. In our minds, we've talked a whole lot about that with Matt Wyrick, but I think the Penn guys, uh, you know, that's always a premium. Not everybody loves the guys they have in their pen. If you can just add somebody who, you know, they got Rainey and Finnegan who throw pretty hard and, and uh, you know, people like their stuff. And then you got guys like Carl Edwards, obviously he's had experience as well, you know, closing out games or uh, in the back end of the bullpen for the Cubs. And he's pitched really well. And they've got a bunch of guys who have pitched really well. I don't think they should get rid of all the guys because I think some of them, you know, got team control left and could be assets for the Nationals down the line. But definitely, if, if you get in a decent haul and, and, and teams are giving up uh, enough on, you know, for players, uh, for bullpen guys, which they usually do at this time of year, 
definitely pull the trigger on that. All right, that will do it for today's show. Nationals win a series. I've won two of their last three series. They have the Braves next as their long homestand continues. I'll have a preview of that coming up tomorrow. All right, so uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. Follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Until next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.